Good morning and welcome to the Ask Elsa podcast. My name is Elsa and I'm coming to you live from pleasureforhealth.com and here on Podbean. And today I have um, an interesting topic. I think it's interesting uh, because it's such a new player in our relationships and that is social media. And it's almost like a bad word in relationships. And I had this conversation with my own partner this morning as to whether social media was a good thing in our relationships or did it make it worse? And how do we navigate our social media profiles or how do we navigate our feelings about what we find about new relational partners online in their social media posts? And, you know, all sorts of questions like, should we delete uh, pictures of our exes on our Facebook, for instance, or do we, you know, keep it as a record of our past? Um, you know, should we snoop and look at our partner's profiles? Do we check out a new date, uh, you know, online before we meet up with them? All these types of things, questions are just so new that we're still navigating our way um, around the idea of relationships uh, in an online world where you can check up, you can see what someone's posted for, you know, perhaps years before you met them. And I think this, it, it does bring up kind of a unique challenge. You know, back in the day, you might have uh, a, a personal knowledge of your partner's history. If you married the boy down the street or something like that, you might know them, you'd know their family, you would know the complexity of who they were. You might've gone to school with them. You would remember the time they made a fool of themselves. You'd remember a time they helped you do something, you know, helped you pump up your bike tire or something. There would be this whole range of humanness about the person that we, or the people that we um, were in intimate relationships with. But nowadays, quite often we're meeting people online. We are, um, getting to know them, you know, on a first time basis, perhaps we don't meet our partner's family for years. I've been with my current partner for three years and I still haven't met his family in person. And so, you know, it can lead to this kind of issues with trust, issues with intimacy, issues with how do we, um, you know, how do we navigate learning about this person where we might before have just asked their friends about them and things like that. Now we tend to go to social media to learn about someone. So what this brings up is a, is a few questions about, well, you know, what do we have to think about when we are creating our social media um, posts? Do we need to think about, well, it, in a few years time, am I going to meet someone that's my you know, life partner, and they're going to look at this, and what are they going to think? And, you know, that kind of, it becomes a bit of a rabbit hole when you're trying to um, discuss all of these things that you might have to consider in the future. So, you know, we want to enjoy our social media at the time. We want to post about what we're doing. We don't want to have to lie about that um, or, or censor ourselves too much. But it is true that, you know, not just potential job offers might depend on what we post on social media. Um, our intimate relationships in the future might depend on what we post on social media. 
So there's a number of things to just consider. And I think it's something to think about how we respond when we see things on social media, as well as, you know, what we're looking for. I think it does bring up the possibility that some of our neurotic behavior or paranoia or fears, uh, our insecurities might just be more obvious when we are in a social media world. So a few things if you're, you know, if you're in a relationship, let's talk about that. If you're in a, in a relationship, what is it, what is okay to post on your social media and what isn't? How do you navigate that? You know, what, what if you and your partner disagree on things? You know, there's, there's a loads of ways to deal with this. Again, as many of my podcasts have talked about, really, it comes down to communication. Can you communicate with your partner? And I don't mean just texting them or hashtag them in your Instagram post. I mean, actually communicate. So face to face, whether it's on, you know, um, video chat, or it's live in person, face-to-face, have a conversation about your social media, what you do on social media, how you consider, you know, what what kind of level of privacy do you have that, and, and discuss this with your partner so that you can decide together, you know, maybe I'm going to post on Facebook and you like Instagram, you know, or someone else likes Twitter. Perhaps you're going to pick different social media platforms to to post on and perhaps you don't even follow your partner on that on that social media outlet this is one solution I've come across and partners have their own social media platform where they know their partner's not following them there and you know it it is possible to check up on posts for sure just google it but you know for the most part if you have a trusting relationship this gives you a way to have your own outlet to be your own person on social media without having to be Um, answerable to your partner all the time. Of course, this could lead to, I know some of you are going to say it, this could lead to cheating, this could lead to lying, this could lead to, you know, um, my partner doing something that behind my back. And yes, it could, but so could they be doing that anyway. And so, you know, if you are going to be in relationship with someone, the trust issue And the communication issue has to be there anyway. So if you are in a loving, trusting relationship, then it might be a good idea to trust that perhaps you could, you know, both kind of be on different platforms and have your own lives that way. Maybe you have a platform where you post together. Maybe you have, you know, an Instagram uh, feed together um, and then you post your things there. Um, I think it's, you know, I personally have been in a relationship where social media was a place where, um, you know, I I was told not to post there. I was told not to post on Facebook anything about our relationship. And I found out later that this was because my partner was trying to create a different look and, you know, convince people that he wasn't married or he wasn't, you know, didn't have kids or whatever he was trying to do. So I get that. I understand that there's a, a real deep-seated fear in some people that, that you know, if you don't follow your partner and snoop around and check in on them, that they're going to be doing something behind your back. But I would say that let's work on our intuitive sense and our, our self-confidence to know that that is happening. And if you have a, such a relationship where 
you can't trust your partner to to be on social media without you. It's like you can't trust them to go to the corner store without you. So, you know, definitely consider that. And if you have those types of issues, maybe you need to look at your relationship in general. And it might be um, a good thing to check in on that. Um, so one thing you can do if you're already in a relationship also is prioritize time with your partner where you're not doing anything for social media. I'm just getting more into, you know, how much work it takes to have a social media presence for some of my businesses and how often we want to have our phone with us and take pictures of everything. But I think it's also important to remember that when you're having a relationship with someone, you don't want to be you know, oh, let's take a selfie. Oh, take pictures. You know, every every special moment doesn't want to be interrupted by your phone um, taking a picture. So it's nice to create some time with your partner where it's social media free, where you leave your phones in the car or, you know, uh, upstairs or you go for a walk without your phones and you just talk to each other. You just spend time together without thinking about how this is going to look on social media and how you could make it all your friends jealous that you've just done this amazing thing with your partner. So I think it's important to create some time where you're not posting about it. And, you know, you always hear the stories about those people that are, you know, in the middle of, uh, you know, intimate moments. And then they're like, oh, just let me check this. And, you know, let me see how many likes I have or whatever. And it's, um, it's super, uh, you know, it, it just doesn't feel good to the other person, to your partner, when you prioritize your social media over them. So really, you know, it's it's the same advice as, as relationship advice has always been, is make your partner a priority, at least when you say you're going to make priority, when you say you're having date night, let's just have date night. Or if you want to have social media moments, say, let's take some pictures at the beginning or the end. But in this part, we're going to focus on each other and just spend time together. So that's one thing that I would say is prioritize your partner over social media, um, you know, and explain when and why and how you might need some pictures or you might need to post. Um, but, you know, prearrange your social media time versus your personal time. Um, the other thing that's important, and I think um, we forget because social media is such an instant um, instant gratification, it's kind of an instant thing, is to check in with our partner before we post things. So if I take a picture of, my, of me and my partner doing something, going for dinner or whatever, it's nice to check in with my partner. Hey, is it okay if I post this picture of us going for dinner uh, on Facebook or wherever I want to post it? Because, you know, not everything is okay with someone. And I've seen this even with my kids. So, you know, there's, there's, I have four daughters and they all have, you know, their Instagram accounts and things. And sometimes one of them will take a video of the rest of us when we're having dinner together or something and post it before asking. And sometimes that's not okay with her sisters or, you know, I don't usually care because I'm not a huge, <laughs> huge social media buff, but you know, her sisters are like, wait, I wanted to know that that was happening. I wanted to know that you were taking the picture and I want to know what you're posting before you post it. And I think that's true for intimate relationships of any kind is it's, it's, it's etiquette to say, is it okay if I post this video or this picture 
you know, are you okay with me doing that? And then I'll obviously listen to what they say and take that into account. And if you don't agree with it, there's a great time to practice your communication skills and your negotiating skills because you don't want to, again, override or prioritize your social media over your partner. Um, and uh, so one other um, thing that is super important is if you wouldn't do something in person, don't do it on social media. Just don't. So if you think about, you know, commenting on your ex's picture, like, oh, nice, you put out, you put on some muscle or whatever, looking great in the bikini. Um, if you wouldn't do that in real life, like if you saw your ex at the beach, would you walk up to them and say that? And if you wouldn't, then ask yourself the really hard question before you post that comment on Instagram. Ask yourself if you would do that in person, because if you wouldn't do it in person, don't do it on social media. It's, it's, you know, such a breach of trust and it can change, you know, it just comes across differently. There's no context. You know, if you were hanging out with your new girlfriend or your new partner and you ran into an ex and you said, oh, great, you're looking great, but you're obviously walking with your new partner and holding her hand or whatever, that's way different than when you're sitting at home liking or commenting on an ex's photo and then your new partner sees that, that doesn't feel the same to them. They're not with you. They, they don't have that personal touch of knowing that you are holding their hand and yeah, you just noticed and you're like, oh, great to see you. Great to see you're doing well, you know, see you around kind of interaction. So social media can come across really differently. And that's one thing we do have to remember is that a small comment can get blown up into, a, you know, a huge issue when it's taken out of context or when your new current partner doesn't know exactly what you were thinking or feeling when you wrote that comment. Uh, so on the other hand, don't snoop if you are, you know, I, and I say this really with knowing that, um, I think I've snooped on every ex I've ever had. I've gone on social media to see what they're up to. Who did they end up with? You know, a lot of my exes are from my twenties. So that's a long time ago. And, you know, I get curious now and then I'm like, I wonder what happened to so-and-so, you know, I wonder if they stayed together. Um, and I've snooped on probably all of them. But one thing you need to ask yourself before you go snooping around on social media to check out your partner or ex-partners is what is your real intention with that? Because you need to be prepared for what you're going to find. And if you are looking to see if they still like you or, you know, you're going to you already have this like, I wish I'd stayed with that person or I, I wonder what they're up to. I have some doubts about the fact that my partner doesn't ever come visit me on the weekends or whatever it is. You need to be prepared for what you might find on social media. Otherwise, don't snoop. Just ask straight up. And again, if you feel like asking your partner in person, what's going on? If you don't think you're going to get a straight up answer, you got to ask yourself what's going on with that relationship. Is this really a, a relationship that you want to be in? So having, you know, I say don't snoop, but what I kind of mean is don't snoop um, hoping to kind of fulfill your dream fantasy of what you want to find. 
you're going to find some things that are probably not what you wanted to find. So if you are going to go snooping, you probably want to really make sure that you are going to, you know, that you're willing to see whatever you see and, um, you know, get the reality of that. And on the other hand, like I said, if you find that your current partner is commenting on other people's photos, I hear this a lot, like people are like, well, they're following all these girls or they're following all these guys or they're following other people and they're commenting on their sexy photos or whatever. Um, it's something to have a conversation about. Perhaps you, you want to tell your partner how that makes you feel and discuss together how you're going to navigate social media. It's not an easy answer. It's not a one size fits all. But, you know, for you, why are you looking? And for your partner, you know, why are they potentially, you know, following all these other people and commenting? Is it part of their business? Is it something that they love to do? Is it the way they relax? Is it how they feel connected? Um, you know, you want to have that conversation and really do some self-discovery work um, on, on what you're hoping to find. Um, and so, you know, you want to give your partner the benefit of the doubt. And again, I say this from knowing that, you know, I've had ex-partners that um, I shouldn't have given the benefit of the doubt because they were actually doing things. And so, you know, in the end, I knew my relationships with those people weren't going well. And, you know, I didn't need social media to really tell me that, although that was a way of kind of validating what I was feeling. I knew that these relationships weren't going well and I can trust that. And the more work I've done on myself and my own sense of identity, my own sense of what I want and don't want in my relationships, the less I have to worry about social media. My current partner, you know, I, I don't really check up on him at all. And I don't feel I have to. We have a great relationship. We spend lots of time communicating. And sure, we have our ups and downs, but I don't, um, I don't expect to find anything on social media that would, um, you know, go against our current relationship. So I feel very confident about that. And, you know, having said that, it's, it can be a place to kind of check in on a date before you go on a first date. What is this person? Who are they? Um, we have to keep it with a grain of salt, though, because Here's another thing about social media, and I think we are all understanding this more and more as we get more used to it, that social media, the profile that comes up on social media isn't always the reality. You know, I know people that come across on social media as having the most exciting life ever. They're doing all these fun things, and yet, you know, they're, they're depressed and they sit at home most of the time and they're not happy. So, you know, we can portray something on social media that isn't true to us. And so this is something that, you know, we kind of can do anyway, although face to face in person, it's harder to create that persona. Social media is quite easy to do that. And, you know, it can take some digging. And so it's not, it's not a bad thing to kind of check in on, you know, does your, your new date have social media and, you know, what kind of person are they? Do they have lots of friends? Do they, you know, seem like they're talking about the things in person that they have on their social media? So, you know, it can be a good way to check up. I know as a business owner, um, when I have a call with someone, I'll often check on their social media to see 
well, where do they live? And, you know, do they have pictures of kids and things like that so that I can connect more to them when I talk to them in person? So there is, there's pros and cons to all of this. So basically address your partner with any discomfort quickly. Don't let it fester. This is the same with any relationship advice. Don't, if you are feeling uncomfortable, you know, talk about it. If you're feeling uncomfortable every day, might be a time to check in with yourself and say, hey, self, <laughs> am I having some issues around trust and relationships and intimacy? And do I need to do some work on my own self and trusting myself? Do I, you know, a lot of times it's a really good mirror. Do we post only, you know, good pictures on social media and, you know, not truthful pictures? Do we post things like that? Are we just having a mirror put up to ourselves? So this is a good thing to ask, you know, before, you know, before you bring up every day, oh, you posted this. Oh, why did you do that? You know, you know, your partner might get a little tired of that. So do your own work as well. Check in with yourself. Why are you looking up their, their social media every day? Why do you feel that you can't trust someone? Are there deeper issues in your own self that are coming up? So yeah, we touched on a lot of things like small things on social media can become a big issue, especially if you haven't, uh, you know, you haven't dealt with it in, you know, if you haven't dealt with, uh, you know, talking about the fact that you had an ex that was, I don't know, a famous model. And then all of a sudden, you know, your new partner's like, oh, I didn't know this. And so, you know, it's, it's something to maybe if they bring it up, be willing to talk about. Um, so somebody's just asking live and thank you for your live questions about why people are afraid to express their feelings. Well, I would say that on social media, um, we often are putting a persona, our best foot forward, so to speak. We're putting stuff out there that when we look happy, when we're doing something fun and exciting, we want to make it look like we're not losers, right? So we, you know, we have that sense of wanting to be someone who is likable, who's a great human being. So that might be uh, one of those reasons why it's harder to, to really express our feelings on social media. And this is where relationship coaching or relationship learning can be really helpful. And it's a lot about actually sitting down with your partner, your current partner, or a potential partner, and actually having face-to-face -face conversations. If we don't do that enough, we lose the skill of talking in person. And all we can do is comment or like, or, you know, take a photo, but we have, you know, we haven't had the practice of actually talking about our own feelings or about really dealing with that. Um, and the question about why don't couples talk after they've broken up? Well, for many reasons, all the same reasons that they might have done before social media. If it's, uh, you know, if it was a breakup, you broke up for a reason, I'm guessing. And that's probably because you didn't want to spend time with that person anymore. So, you know, it might not be someone that you want to spend time talking to. If you have broken up and you still want to talk to that person, then I would ask yourself, what are you hoping? Like, was it just not a great intimate fit, but you still want to stay friends? You need to talk about that with the person. Do you both feel the same way? If one of you wants to stay connected and the other person doesn't, you kind of have to respect the person who doesn't. 
Same with social media posting. If one of you likes to post pictures all the time of you and your partner, but your partner's more private and they don't want to post as much, you kind of need to go with the more private viewpoint a little bit more so that that person feels um, respected. So, um, so small things can take on a big meaning. Appearance can feel like reality. When we look at social media, we can feel like, oh my gosh, that's what that person's really doing but it isn't their true reality. Um, and moments can be transmitted without the context that they were in. And that's kind of what we talked about at the beginning. Small pictures like, or moments or comments can be you know, out there on social media without the context of the fact that maybe you were just commenting on everyone's photo that day and you liked all your, you know, liked all these photos and your ex just happened to have a photo in there and you liked it. But it was one of like 25 photos that you liked that hour and it wasn't a big deal. But to somebody who you're currently with who is looking at that, that to them it might become a big deal. So this is one of those times where the context is missing. And so we have to kind of rebuild that communication and talk about it. We often do have trouble talking about, um, you know, our feelings about our partner's social media because we feel guilty that we're following them or that we're, you know, looking at their social media and having questions about it. I would say that's the same as, you know, talking to your partner about, well, do they dress up when they go to work? Do they, um, you know, make an effort to um, be really cheerful when you hang out with all your friends, but when you, it's just you and them they don't really make an effort at conversation. Those are similar things you've got to talk about in a relationship. If you're finding yourself feeling um, something's amiss or you're not feeling comfortable, do some self-reflection, see if there's something that you are feeling that you need to come to terms with and then maybe bring it to your partner and talk about it as a, as a pair. Um, and especially if you're in a you know more expanded relationship or poly relationship, you have even more talking to do with um, all of your partners. So yeah, spending some time talking about social media and who you're going to post with and who not. And how do you, you know, how do you put yourself out there? Who's more important? Who do you post pictures of more? These are all questions that need to be navigated. So relationships require communication, a lot of it, and lots of skill. So if you are wanting to practice discussing these types of consent and boundary type issues. Um, I offer this type of coaching um, in my practice. You can look me up at www.pleasureforhealth.com and book a free consult or write me an email or a message and tell me what your issues are, what you're coming up against in your relationships. And perhaps we can set up a, a way to practice these types of relationship skills so that when you get out there and you're talking to a new partner and you're dealing with the social media issues or other relational issues, you will have lots of tools in your toolkit to, to, do, to work with this. So thanks again for listening. So great to be with you all. I will be back live next Monday on the Ask Ilsa podcast. If you have any questions about relationships or sexuality, um, please do let me know. You can find me again on pleasureforhealth.com. Thanks.